Welcome to the Gamer News Radio Podcast. And I just found out now that Skype has now added call recording on dude so it's absolutely awesome for podcasting i'm glad that they added that in uh, skype now just to make it way more convenient yeah don't have to i didn't it. even know they did it yeah I'm no more messing discord around with discord <laughs> okay Sounds i'm still getting I'm, i i bought a yeti mic and i'm still getting used to it <laughs> i think the first time we actually used it was when we did our uh what was it convention story time panel at uh oh right at, at ala and we lost it bring that thing yeah Nathan, did you uh, listen to that episode? I didn't get a chance to. Dude, the the microphone worked beautifully. It sounded like every single audience member had a microphone. Oh, awesome. Cool. So it it worked better than my old Snowball. It sounds really good. Yeah, I my start was a Snowball too. And so uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was I feel like that was a lot of people starters. That or like the Samsung Caesar one year was like a starter for a lot of people. Well, when I started podcasting, my original my original microphone, oh my gosh, it was actually um, I started out with an old Skype uh, Skype mic that you would plug into the earphone jack. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> and then those. That that was back when I was on Conahawk Corner back in what 2010 and 2000, yeah, 2010. And then when we got to episode 50, I was like, okay, I need to upgrade. I'll pay 120 dollars for the for the for the what do you call it, for the snowball. But that was yeah. the second mic I got because the first one I upgraded to because the Skype mic failed on me miserably. Uh, I ended up using my my PlayStation Move camera. <laughs> I would just plug that into the uh, to my computer and just use the microphone on it. Dude, you know what I'm using for my streams right now? What? Um, I'm using my mic setup, obviously, for, for audio, but for video, I'm using an old smartphone. Oh, nice. Okay. So I guess we should get started. Welcome to Gamer News Radio, the podcast all about video game news and some other stuff. Today on the show, we have the wonderful voice actress Danielle McRae, who is known for most famously Pain Wheel. Most recently, what was your most recent gig that you did That of a game that just came out? Uh, that would be Final Fantasy VII Remake. And who did you voice on that one? I voiced a little sassy character named Gwen on there. <laughs> I have yet to play the game, but now I'm definitely going to... Well, I still... I'm, I want to play the game because I played the original, but... Yeah. And then uh, she's also known for being on the Helsing Abridged series as uh, Zoron Blitz. Yeah. I didn't realize that was you when I when I heard that. <laughs> that was fun. That was that was definitely a fun, uh, fun show to record for with uh, Team Four Star. Was it like a really laid back recording session? It was so casual. So we would spend hours and hours just being me and Takahata or sometimes uh, Kaiser Neko. But when it was me and Takahata, we would just kind of hang out for like four or five hours and then we'd work. But in the in between all of that working, we would just kind of talk about how our day would be and talk about random stuff like video games and then just deep conversations and it's like, oh, yeah, we have a session that we're doing. So it was really laid back and casual. But when it came to the screaming, it, that was definitely challenging, but it was really fun. What I'm wondering with the Abridged series, since you got to work on one, is it all like, what do you call it, um, improv or is there an actual script or is it a mixture well, of both? So for in this case, it was mostly to the script, but there were times where we did have to go on improv for a few lines. But for the most part, it was all just like a script right to the page. And yeah, very intense. And 
every session I had, it felt like I just came back from the gym because <laughs> Zoran does a lot of screaming. And, but it felt liberating too, just doing all the screaming and the yelling for her. Okay, so I'm with, you're, you're technically our first voice actor interview for, for Gamer News Radio, so I want to try something new. Uh, this is called Lightning Round. I ask you 10 questions, totally random off the top of my head, and you know, you just answer them as fast as you can. Right. So, so, PS4 or Xbox? PS4. Cat or dog? That's hard. I'll go cat. Peanut butter jelly or ham sandwich? Uh, peanut. Oh no, no, that's good too. But ham sandwich. I I prefer peanut butter jelly. But uh, okay. You got any questions, Nathan? Like, um, you, th- you I'll, I'll be honest. You totally threw me off with the whole lightning round thing. <laughs> um, um, Zelda or Mario? Oh, that's hard because I like them both. Let's go. Okay, we'll go Mario. Go Mario here. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. All right. Crash Bandicoot or Spyro? Uh, I'm gonna go for Crash. Good answer. Good answer. I think that's hey. what. That's six questions already. I wasn't counting. I'm sorry. That uh, it's whatever. I'm, That's I'm, bad me. No, I, bad co-host. No, I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. <laughs> oh, I I thought of one, but it's really mean, and I don't want to do that to you uh-huh. right now. <laughs> I know I said I wouldn't do that. I'm not. not I'm not going to bring politics into this, even if it's just poking fun at certain people. <laughs> what would you rather have, Ebola or COVID-19? Oh, why would you do that? Well, that's that's painful. Uh, oh, they're both bad. Uh, damn it, I can't even pick. Um, because <laughs> COVID's bad and so is Ebola. But I gotta pick one. Uh, Ebola? I, I mean, I guess bleeding out of every single orifice is uh, comparable to suffocating to death. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, they're false. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I got one. Cowboy Bebop or Trigun? <sighs> okay, that's an evil one. Because they're both fire. Um, I'm going to go Bebop. Even though I really love Trigun. I love them both, but I'll go Bebop. Okay, one that, more from me and then, Nathan, I, and then one from Nathan. That, By the way, that would hurt so bad if I didn't agree with you. <laughs> I love them both so much. Like I, I, I kind of got introduced to anime to both of those shows, so it's on the same time. So it's like, oh, I love them both. Uh, well, Pokemon doesn't really count. As, yeah. Uh, mine was Sailor Moon. That brings me to my last one before Nathan's last one. Um, the 90s dub of Sailor Moon or the brand new dub of Sailor Moon classic that they just released on Viz? I'm going to go with the new one. I love all the actors in the new one. Oh, I couldn't. I started watching it and I was like, I can't watch this. I grew up with the 90s one. <laughs> kind of plays with your nostalgia, don't it? I know, right? Yeah, well, I just liked when Tuxedo Masney was the one he always said, Serena. Like, that's one thing we'll never get ever again. I will miss that. <laughs> you know, I haven't even nope. actually, I didn't even know it was, re- it was re-released, to be completely honest. I thought, for a while, I just thought it was like Sailor Moon Crystal, and that's it. But, like, now that I know, I'm curious about that new dub and now that you mention it honestly uh, him not saying serena is really going to tweak with me yeah it's it's weird when i first heard the new dub i love it but just not hearing that serena every few seconds that really got to me fast i mean and also they took out the cousin love so that's gonna be weird they did did. okay um well i i was like i I I started watching on hulu and i was like okay I'm going to like yeah. I was on. Uh, let me start over. I was gonna start. I started watching and get rewatching it on Hulu, but I didn't know they had taken the original dub and replaced it with a new dub. 
just imagine uh, disappointed I was. Yeah, it's it's completely a whole new thing, and I wish they had both. I wish they had the original dub and then the new dub, just yeah, so you can too. pick and choose which one you wanted. They can they let you choose between the dub and the sub. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Nathan, you have one more question. Let's see, I've got one more, and forgive me, I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to do this, like, weird balancing act. Well, not even a balancing act. I'm going to have to choose between my gamer side and my weeb side. So, <laughs> okay. um, heads or tails? This is I'm not your question, go, by the way. I'm going to go heads. I literally just flipped a coin, oh. and it's tails. <laughs> so, I also realized I just bungled the whole the whole scenario, because I would have... I, if this were to actually work the way I meant it to, it would have had to be, like, heads is for gamer, tails is for weeb. And I totally bungled that. So, I'll go weeb. <laughs> Rendering this whole thing completely useless. <laughs> and I guess I'll go with the mean one. Just purely from a um, a consumer standpoint. Dub or sub? <sighs> oh, that's a tough one. I have a thing for some shows. Sound better. You're, you're saying uh, you're, you prefer some shows dubbed and some shows subbed? Yeah, I prefer some shows dubbed and some shows subbed. But I have to go dub. Hey, it's like with Cowboy Bebop. Someone once tried to tell me that Cowboy Bebop's better sub than dub, and I was like, what planet are you from? <laughs> I think yeah, that depends to... entirely on how you first experienced it, because I've oh, tried true. going back to, I've tried going back to watch Cowboy Bebop subbed, and I, I can't do it. Hey, it's, it's Steve yeah. Bloom. You can't live without that voice. You got Steve Bloom. Bill Billingsley, and I'm blanking on yeah. literally everybody else's names right now because those are the ones I kind of tracked with when I was watching the show. But everybody in that cast is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I got I, I so you know Nathan knows I get off track every once in a while. Speaking about Bill Billingsley, that guy is awesome. He's an awesome guy. He's, he's a sweetie. He really I is. Because he when uh when my kid was born, he was he uh messaged me not messaged me on facebook but he commented on the picture of my of my son and was like congratulations on on being born i was like oh my god this is so awesome that's really sweet yeah i love him he's a sweetie oh okay so let's have a small story about Bo. it's very it's very brief but suffice it to say i went to a friend's uh holiday party and he happened to be there i got there late and he was already talking to my fiance oh I, I noticed from across the room that they're talking, like, I know my fiancé, who is, oh, oh, I know who that is. And true to form, I stayed all the way across the room. I get starstruck, I'm sorry. Oh. No, that was me too. I have a little story about Jennifer Hale. I'll make this story short. I met Jennifer Hale years ago. Yes, and uh, I bought my Mass Effect games to have her sign even though we're both guests. And uh, long story short, I literally called her my waifu for laifu. And <laughs> I was like, why am I shooting at But kind of talked a bit, and she got to know me a little bit, and I started calming down, and she's like, you live in L.A.? And I'm like, yeah, like, you want to do, like, rock climbing one day? Like, in the mall, they have this little rock climbing kind of rock climbing. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so let's get into the main interview. First off, how are you doing with the whole uh, stay-at-home orders? It's been a struggle, but I've been trying to find ways to stay like busy and preoccupied. And the first few weeks, it was bad. 
but now it's to the point where I'm just trying to adjust and I'm just trying to think on the bright side the best way I can. Is it a, does it affect your ability to like, you know, does it to do gigs and voice act? So the cool thing about, about what's going on here is that a lot of studios, we would have to, voice actors would have to come into the studio and record, but it's like everyone's adapting really quickly. The engineers, the voice directors, and the voice actors were all just kind of adapting so quickly. So we're either putting together our studios, the voice actors, or already have them set already from like before. We were work at, work at home. And now it's like we have engineers uh, using Zoom with us, and then they're walking us through like mic prep and vocal space prep and we're dubbing anime now from home like I have a show that I'm working on next week and we're going to be working on that on zoom and then source connect so people are adapting so quickly and I'm just like this is really cool this is the only thing I'm going to say it's cool about it is that everyone is like finding ways to dub the dub the anime and record the video games even though we're in like stay-at-home order but it's been pretty good work-wise that's pretty cool because I because I've been trying to get into the industry by auditioning for audiobooks and a lot of that stuff is, you know, you go into uh, ACX and you just download the uh, the script, the part of the script, and do the auditions. I haven't gotten anything yet though, but it's been fun. That's awesome. Uh, I, think yeah, I, can, I can tell you from experience, Drew, it's pretty competitive, at least right oh. now, because it's a thing that you can do from home. Yeah, I've been I've been working for the I've been trying to find the books that are like ranked like what number four million on the list. Oh wow! So how did you get into voice acting? So I'm gonna shorten this because this is a very long story, um, or I could just tell the long story. But um, so as a kid, I like a lot of kids. Do. They love cartoons when they're growing up, and all my friends would just think that all the characters with their voices, they thought that was the characters' voices, that no, there was nobody behind the scenes, behind a mic, doing these voices. And so my little seven-year-old self is like, no, there's somebody working, there's somebody bringing those characters to life with their voice, but I just didn't know how to, uh, I didn't know what it would be called. So I used to call it garage recording. I thought that there would be this one guy who would be the director, the editor, the producer, and the writer, and he'd bring in four or five people in some random garage, and they'd share one mic, and they'd all do the voices in one day, and then they'd kind of edit the episodes with the sounds and the sound effects and the voices like a day or two later. So I always wanted to know if that was a job growing up or if people were just having that much fun and they weren't getting paid for this. And so I told my mom, my, my dad, I kind of want to do this growing up. This seems like a really cool job. And I didn't know it was a job at the time and they didn't either. They were like, that's a really cool dream that you have, but we don't think it's a career. We think it's more like a hobby. Um, it doesn't pay the bills or anything. So uh, I mean, it could have been worse. You could have told them you want to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Yeah, so I um, fast forward to high school, and uh, I still kind of had this pipe dream where I wanted to do voice acting if I knew more about it. And then we fast forward to college. Oh, well, back in high school, I was taking up art classes because my second dream would was a uh, I wanted to be a character designer for video games, and I had this huge dream of working with SquareSoft at that time, and I was like having this of like helping Tetsuya more with the characters and all that stuff. And so I go to college and. I'm still thinking in the back of my head, I, I still want to look into voice acting. I want to see if that's a career or not. And I want to take it up. And I'm, I'm studying how to model characters with Maya and 3D Studio Max. But at the same time, like, I still want to kind of look into the whole voice acting thing. So I dropped my major for computer animation 
just secretly. <laughs> and I go to my counselor and I'm like, I kind of want to do something that has to do with like voice acting. And so a friend of mine who was a big theater, like he was deep in the theater department. He was telling me that because he knew that I wanted to do the whole voice acting thing. He was saying, you, you, might, you, you definitely want to take some theater. Like theater is definitely going to help you with your acting skills. And it's cool to have a million different voices, but to convey a character, you need to learn how to act first. So he kind of got me hooked in like theater and improv and that whole scene. And then about a couple of years later, I was dared to take a class at Bang Zoom, $300. And <laughs> that was a steep dare. Like they were saying, do you want to, I dare you to take a, a Bang Zoom class beginner's workshop for $300. And uh, they wanted to take it too. So I'm like, that's not a dare if you want to take it. So we both take this class together. And we pretty much learn how to create characters, how to how to create characters from scratch, and how what it's like to work in the booth as a working professional. And uh, it was like an all day class. And so at the end of the day, the director and teacher Tony Oliver would take people from that class and talk to them, give one on ones. And I wouldn't know what he would say to them, so I'd ask my friends, and he'd pull aside, like I'd ask them, "Hey, uh, so what did he tell you?" He's like, "Well." Um, they want me to audition for Bang Zoom Entertainment. And that was one of my dreams is to work for them and Funimation at that time. And so about a year later, I took their second class, their intermediate class. So it's like another $300. And um, I took, they, they taught us more on like how to work for Prelay, how to, how to create a character and work on animated shows and work as a whole group of actors together. And so at the end of that, um, Tony called me up and he said, you know, you improved a lot since your last class. I can't promise you anything, but I want you to audition for the studio. And so he kind of gave me the casting director's email and phone number. And then I gave the director, the casting director, a whole lengthy email thanking her for arranging those classes and everything. And so I had a general audition and about like a couple, I think a month later or so, I auditioned and then I booked League of Legends. And like a month later, it was World of Warcraft and that was crazy. And then a month after that was Skullgirls and then that kind of took off from there. Which character in League of Legends did you uh, voice? Um, so I voiced Karma, but I also voiced a whole bunch of other characters too. Like they had me voice, they had me audition for Aurelia and Cassiopeia and a few others. And then uh, I booked uh, Karma and that was my very first, very first job. So when it comes to video game and anime roles, which roles have you begun more lately? Is it on the video game side or is it on the anime side? Um, well, it used to just be only video games. But now there's like a shift going on where there are a lot of video games, but now there's some more anime coming in. But it's still like the majority. It's uh, video game voice acting. Which is which? Which one do you, which one is easier? The video games or the or the anime voice acting? Um, I think both of them have their own hurdles to them. We have anime, we have to dub the picture and listening to two or three people tell you. Uh, how this character should act and what the mannerisms are. And then you're looking at a picture of what your character's doing and you have to kind of uh, access the character while you're being timed, while you're dubbing the picture. And that's already hard in and of itself. And then you got video games where you kind of sometimes have that for JRPGs. You have to follow the picture a little bit. Or sometimes we'll have, you have to follow on the headset, you have to follow uh, like a Japanese voice reference. And then they'll want you to time it perfectly to the audio reference. But I think anime would have to be the hardest. Have to be the hardest to uh, voice. 
So I mean, backtracking to uh, where your parents said that's a really cool, that's really cool, but they told you that you don't, you, they don't think you could make a career about it, out of it now. So fast forward to now, where you actually have made a career out of voice acting. So, so what is their reaction to like you actually taking this one thing that they didn't think you could make a career out of, and you've made a career out of this thing, and you've become really good at it. I think for the most part, they, in the beginning, when I first started booking, like, roles in video games, my parents were like, are you making any money? That would be, be the first question they'd ask. So are they paying? It's like, yep. <laughs> and so they always thought that that wasn't a job. They thought you just go in somewhere, you go to a friend's house, and then you just work, and you don't get any money out of it. But now it's to the point where they see... We call that podcasting. they see me working and they're like okay you did a great job it went from we don't went seriously to episode 7 came out I have a whole story later on for that how I got that role but um, uh, my mom was like she loves Final Fantasy 8 a lot and so she was thinking that when I talked about this uh, 7 she was thinking it was probably going to be like a Final Fantasy VIII remake and I'm like nope but hopefully <laughs> that would be cool I think a lot so, of us have forgotten about Final Fantasy VIII because Final Fantasy VII <laughs> overshadowed a lot of them I have yeah. not good sir <laughs> I don't have you know I'll have you know <laughs> I actually I prefer Final Fantasy VIII I'm that guy I am just that guy <laughs> I, I make no apologies. Um, for Advent Children. Advent, okay. Advent Children is a fan movie. It's like one of the best fan movies I've ever seen in my life. Hey, so I thought it was canon. It's canon, but you gotta admit, it's basically two hours of fan service. I mean, hey, if it's a fan movie, it was still still better written than Cursed Child. It's true, and I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I don't at all. Advent Children... Hey. Is, is a good movie. I saw that movie in high school, and what blew me away about that movie was the soundtrack. Oh, oh the, the soundtrack, soundtrack was amazing. Yes. I would challenge anybody, though. Watch uh, Advent Children Complete. That yes. makes things make a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. You can find that one on YouTube, too. You know what? I actually watched that, the complete version, before 7 Remake came out, just because I was getting so geared up for 7 Remake that I wanted to watch that. And I'm like, let me watch this. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the complete one. I was like, okay, now things make much more sense. There's no really it, stupid time jumps. The time jumps are still there, but it's I know, like, but they it, make more sense. Out, it's smoothed out, so it's like it's not as jarring. Mm. You were gonna ask something, Nathan. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, no, that's fine. Um, actually, what I wanted to know, actually, something you said really intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Your mom likes Final Fantasy VIII. Yes. Your mom she plays video it. games. So. I wish she did. She used to watch my sister, myself, and my brother play games a lot, and she would understand what was going on on the screen, but when it came to Final Fantasy VIII, she just loved the atmosphere, she loved the characters, and there were two characters she loved in general, and that was Irvine and Selfie. She always, that was, she's like, that's my ship, and I'm like, what? I think <laughs> so, that's everybody's ship. 
Yeah, and she's just like, she would always say that if they weren't in the game, that she wouldn't appreciate as much as she does, like, you know, what she did currently and she still does. So she she is a diehard Irvine and Selfie uh, fan. Oh, that's that's really cool. I mean, just yeah. I'm really mostly going from personal experience here, but, like, I feel like um, parents taking an active interest in video games was a tall order to say Yeah. I mean, I remember when I, when I would play with my dad and... Uh, uh, he would always complain about the controller being broken. <laughs> okay, so the no, question dad, becomes, you just suck. The question becomes, who broke the controller? Oh no! <laughs> no, 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 no. The only games he would actually play with me was uh, Crash Bandicoot Team Racing and uh, Gran Turismo. Oh, Gran Turismo! And I the mean. original Gran Turismo and the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Nice. But whenever he would lose, he would say that the controller was broken. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, that's a lot better than what my sister used to do. Uh, we used to play uh, Super Mario Brothers on my on my NES, and she'd obviously lose because she doesn't she didn't play as much as I did. But she would every time she'd run out of lives, pick up the controller and throw it directly at the control deck. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and if you get oh oh, have you guys played the the uh, remaster of Crash Team Racing? No, I heard some good things about that one. Oh, it's it's amazing. See, I'm still trying to get. <laughs> this is this isn't even a. I'm still trying to get through. I just I I picked it up <clears> and I'm fully aware of how much of a time suck it is. But I am playing Persona Five Royal. Ooh. And um, so I I played Persona Five Vanilla. I, I I bought both Persona Five and Persona Five Royal. I'm also that guy. Um, <laughs> but like. Persona 5, like the original Persona 5, was like six months of gameplay, at least. And that's me coming home from work, plugging the thing in, and playing, on average, maybe two hours a day. So that's like ten... That's like ten hours a week. When I finally put the thing down, and mind you, I had done zero side quests. I don't even know if they're there. But, like, I did the bare minimum of what you could do. I think I clocked in about, like, 125 hours. Wow. Sona <laughs> Five Royal is long this semester. I mean, well, Danielle, you actually you obviously play video games. What are you playing right now? Um, so I uh, recently finished Hard Mode FF7 Remake, and currently I'm at that whole weird uh, situation where I'm trying to find something to play to pass the time, but I think it's. It's that moment where it's like, I don't know what I want to play yet, so I'm just kind of going through the PS4 sales and finding what I want to play. Can I can I make a suggestion? Of course. This is was an old PS2 game. There's two of them, and Nathan already knows what ga- two games I'm talking about because I'm always talking about them. Uh, Dark Cloud 1 and 2. I was actually thinking about Dark Cloud 2 a couple days ago with my girlfriend. I was thinking... I want to go back to old school games. I was playing Okage a little bit, and I kind of stopped for a bit. And then I was thinking about Dark Cloud 2, and I'm like, I kind of want to go back and play that again. <laughs> Dude, that Dark Cloud 2, for its time, that game was revolutionary. That game was absolutely yeah. amazing. And it's on the PSN, too. I Yeah, I'm buy it. I should just go well, and buy it. Funny stories, because I played both of them when they were on the PlayStation 2. Then when I threw my PlayStation 2 away because the uh, disk drive did the normal, you know, was it stopped working in total. Oh. And it kept ejecting the disc out at me. Mm-hmm. And so finally I just threw it away and I never got a new one. But then I needed some money, so I sold my two copies of Dark Cloud. Uh, Dark oh. Cloud 1 2. And then fast forward a few years ago, I was like, man, I really want those back. So 
I actually found someone online that was selling physical copies, and I bought them. That same day, I looked on the PSN, and I saw them on the it's PSN like, as well. Go, yeah. So I was like, so for 40 bucks, I got the physical copies, which I wanted, mm-hmm. and now I don't have to go buy a PS2 to, to actually play them. Uh-huh. And I can actually stream the gameplay too, which is awesome. That's awesome. Yep, that but, nice nostalgia. Yeah. When it comes to like choosing between Dark Cloud 1 and 2, Dark Cloud 2 is so much better. It's way oh, better. Yeah. Way like, better. If I remember correctly, Dark Cloud 1 was like a launch title for the PS2, wasn't it? Um, no, it wasn't. It came out a couple years after. Did it really? Yeah. Um, oh. Funny story, it actually, in Japan, it was considered a failure. And then when it was bounced over to the U.S., it sold like like a million more units than it actually sold in the uh not a million it sold like a few hundred thousand more units than it sold in japan wow that's crazy that is very crazy to the point where it's become a cult classic over here and everyone's still waiting for the third one yep it's like dark cloud 3 when <laughs> yeah it'll come out around when uh you know season two of firefly comes out <laughs> oh don't yeah. be don't be that nihilistic you oh. might get a dark cloud 3 <laughs> It might be like late uh, a late release on the PS6, but you might get one. <laughs> yeah. No, by that time they'll probably port it over to Xbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it might be a PC release. You never know. Uh, it's already on the PC. You just have to have the right emulator. Oh no, I mean like an official like PC. Oh. Launch. I mean any mm. anything's a PC launch if you have the right software. Yeah, that's true. Nathan, what are you playing right now? Um, besides Persona. So, I tend to switch a lot. Um, and that's probably because I'm trying to figure out what sticks with my with my Twitch stream. Um, but so far, I've been playing, obviously, Persona 5 Royal. Um, I started playing Tales of Berseria, which is it's got a really good prologue. Um, I finished God of War recently. By the way, that will always get my recommendation. So if you're <laughs> looking for something to play, Danielle, God of War is amazing. Mm. <laughs> that's on, Actually, I think I have that on the PlayStation now. Um, I've also been playing Spider-Man. Okay, I love that game so much. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man was awesome. I'm I'm very close to saying that my favorite uh, voice actor for Spider-Man is no longer um I keep forgetting his name. The dude from the nineties. Uh oh, was it a Christopher Daniel Barnes? Josh? No, it wasn't Josh. Okay, I was thinking Josh Keaton. Oh no, that was no, wasn't him. It was a uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes. I remember that okay. much. Okay. Um, so, like, that used to be my, my favorite voice actor for Spider-Man, bar, like, full stop. And now, it, it's almost Yuri Lowenthal. Yuri is amazing. He really he is. is. So, yeah. How many games have I been mentioned? I'm sorry. I've been... A I'm lot. Not <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I feel like you've mentioned, like, half the library from the PlayStation Now selection. It's okay. You know what? When in doubt... I'm also porn. looking at my shelf. <laughs> No, it's all good. <laughs> but no, I've been I've been switching through a lot of games, partially to see what my what will grasp my attention, partially to also like reconnect with some stuff that I might have already beaten, and also to beat the games I already bought that I haven't played through yet, like yeah. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I think I've got to play through all the Assassin's Creeds, but I kind of just given up on Assassin's Creeds after a few certain things. <laughs> I think re- recently, I ju- actually yesterday I just got through uh, the remaster of Modern Warfare 2 campaign mode. Oh, you did. Which, you got. You picked up uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, of course. That's that's the Modern Warfare games. As much as like I don't like doing the multiplayer stuff, the Modern Warfare series has some of the best 
the best stories. Oh yeah, like if if you're ever in the mood for just a big stupid action game, there you go, Modern Warfare. Yay! <laughs> I I've been switching between games too because I have the PlayStation Now service, the the one that's like ten dollars a month, and it's totally worth it. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I was thinking about doing that, but I was wondering if it was worth it for me to do that or not. Oh, it is. They've got games from like PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4. The place, all the PlayStation 4 ones you can just download directly to your hard drive, and the other ones you just—it's just a streaming service. Oh, cool. But you nice. know, it's just ten dollars, and you just you can play as many games as you want. That's awesome. You know, I'll have to look into that once I, you know, ditch CBS All Access, which might be next month. Ooh. Well, originally the PlayStation Now, I was worried about getting it because they used to be it used to be what twenty dollars a month. Yeah, I didn't know they, it, they dropped it down to uh, ten. Yeah, I didn't know oh, they dropped it. Yeah, they dropped it. And I mean, I've been there's a few games I want to check out uh, that I want to stream like um, Farming Simulator. <laughs> nice. But they've got some. They got a lot of good games on there. I mean, hell, they have Fallout Four on there. Ooh, nice. That's that's the game I still need to finish all the DLC for. Like that's kind of my backlog. I'm still trying to debate if I want to buy Fallout 76. Um, I'm, 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 I'm still waiting for the next price drop. I just want to yeah. have it. I just want to have it just to own it. Because then my, I have Fallout 1, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3, New Vegas, and Fallout 4. Hey, just make sure you get all the patches for it. Yeah. I'm not even going to install it. <laughs> you could just this have gonna... it for collection. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank okay, you, by the so... way, for... Reminding me of General Grievous from the Star Wars prequels. Oh, I thought of another good question. Okay, so Fallout Four, uh, Fallout Three, or New Vegas? Which one do you prefer? Um. Okay. Would it be a sin if I said I did not finish New Vegas? No, I think a lot of people didn't finish New Vegas. It's a big game. I have not played three, but I'm gonna go New Vegas. I do need to play three though, just to kind of, because all I played was part of New Vegas and then four. I think I need to go back a little bit. Three is on the PlayStation now, and so is New Vegas. Okay. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm a spokesman for uh for Sony. Maybe paying you. Goodness. (laughs) I wish. If only, right? (laughs) That'd be living the dream, huh? Yeah, that's that's the dream. I feel like we totally got. So, what were we talking about in the interview? (laughs) Well, I think the last question we had was about her voice acting career and how that took off. Yeah. And then we went to video games, which I can never shut up about video games. So I well, I mean, that, that is your career technically. This is true. This is very true. So I mean, so after you got into voice acting, and you know, fast forward to now, like, are the gigs constant, or is it just like very few in between right now? Um. So right now, I think it's because a lot of people, like engineers and directors and actors, are just trying to gra- get their bearings on how they can. Like for actors, we're scrambling to find certain things to make our studio more broadcast quality. So it sounds like we're in a booth. So either a lot of us have our setups already completed or like me, I'm just slowly building uh, as I go. Um, So I think right now we're just trying to find uh, that right balance with engineers and directors and voice actors. And we're just trying to adapt. We're just adapting, we're overcoming the best way we can um but right now it's it's kind of slow but i think it's just because it's, it's an adjusting adjusting period of just trying to get everything together well i think the good thing for voice actors like you is that um you know with hollywood probably not making movies right now and so a lot of actors are not working and then there's the voice actors who are like oh we could just do this from home yeah, yeah it's it's like you're ahead of the curve 
Yeah, and like before the this all happened, the, the whole virus, um, I did have like a semi-studio setup, but I think now it's like I need to perfect it more. Just because I was working from home before, but now it's like all these studios that want broadcast quality and they want you to have uh, X, XLR cables and everything and they want you to have a fancy setup and they want to see pictures of it. It's like, oh, crap, I, got, I need to go and upgrade my studio a bit more and get some soundproofing on my walls. So it's it's like a constant in pro in progress kind of thing like i feel like i'm i'm done with my setup but i'm never fully done with it but yeah it kind of begs the question how many eggs cartons do i have to buy um a lot <laughs> <laughs> either either a lot or you can get like little sheets and just kind of drape them somewhere around your wall and hope that they'd stay up on the wall but it's uh it's definitely an experimental thing going on with like padding and everything Oh, what have you used for soundproofing, uh, just out of curiosity? So for right now, I do the poor people method. I have a blanket. <laughs> I put a blanket <laughs> over me and my uh, mic stand with my mic just to kind of deaden the sound a bit in the background. But I'm looking into getting, like, proper padding, like, little black padding for the walls just to kind of keep the, the acoustics and everything in my bedroom nice and uh, not echoey when I scream. But that's still like an ongoing thing that I'm still building. So it's like a work in progress kind of setup. Like I originally, I originally wanted to turn this whole bedroom that I have into a whole studio space, but that's going to be a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of stuff to get. So it's it's a work in progress. That sounds better than my my setup. My setup is just me sitting on the ground, with my microphone plugged into my computer, and my cat reaching around the screen trying to bat it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was me when I first started, but I used to record in my bathroom, and I did not realize at that time that that is the worst place to record. Oh my gosh, so much tile. A lot of acoustics. Yeah, voice bounces everywhere. It's like, oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to not think about it all that much when I was uh, when I was doing projects for school, and then I realized that living above a, a busy street was probably not conducive to that. <laughs> Plus the 2 to 3 a.m voice recordings were a little weird oh, no. yeah i can't really record in my apartment either because uh i live in uh, uh not the best neighborhoods and my walls are paper thin and uh, right now uh, my neighbors uh, they're blasting pitbull oh no right now oh man yeah i'm oh, sorry man. for your musical tastes dude oh yeah <laughs> Hey, the other day, like I was, I was, uh, I was in the shower, and I could tell exactly what song they were playing just by the beat on the wall. They were playing, uh, they're, they're, they're blasting some Rammstein there. Oh, well, that's not too, that's not too bad. Yeah, well, I could tell, I could tell exactly what song. I was like, oh, that's Duhas, <laughs> uh, according to the vibrations on the wall. <laughs> For some reason, I knew you were gonna say Duhas. That's because that's, that's one that, that's like the most. Uh, Famous one besides uh, was it Firefly? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Firefly as a second. So I, I have another question for you. Of course. We've we've gone over your um we've gone over like kind of the, the genesis of your uh, voice acting career and kind of touched a little bit on the nuts and bolts of how that works. My question is, what do you do when you're not voice acting? So what I do is um, I'll play video games, but I play it because I love video video games, but I also play it to kind of study other people's performances. Just so, because I get a lot of video game auditions. And so let's say a 
a lot of times when we get auditions or video games, we never, we rarely ever get the title of the game. So let's say we get something like Street Fighter and it's like code name, code stone or something. We won't know what that is. Sometimes they'll give us a script of what the character looks like, their name and everything. And then we'll kind of, like if we play games, we'll, we'll say, okay, this is Street Fighter. But I'll play games mostly to have fun and to kind of study other voice actors' performances. Just to be like, okay, this is what they're looking for right now. They're looking for a more grounded, realistic, like kind of kind of like performance for games like, you know, action games and stuff like that. So it's like I'll play to have fun and I'll also play to research. And then um, I'll do warm-ups. Um, I'll do vocal warm-ups. Uh, I'll sing songs on my guitar to kind of keep my voice tuned. And uh, yeah, but mostly video games. I mostly play video games while I'm not uh, working. Mm-hmm. And our parents used to tell us we would never amount to anything we played video games. That was my parents, too. <laughs> like, you can't, nothing's going to come good, come out of games. I'm like, there's a lot of great things that can come out of games. Yeah, I didn't get that when I was growing up, but I think my mom was just content that I'm off doing something that's not going to get me killed. <laughs> I'm not saying that I was, like, any kind of a delinquent or anything. I'm just like... I, f- I figured the mentality was, if he's in there, he's not out there. Yeah. I think it drove my parents nuts that I was always inside. <laughs> my mom didn't get it at first. She's just like, because it was me, my brother, and my sister would share at the same bedroom. We're sharing the same PS4, the Nintendo system. She would just be like, why aren't you guys playing outside? Why are you guys playing in here hours and hours at a time? And she didn't get it until Final Fantasy VIII. She's like, okay, I can see why you guys are playing. It was that game where she was like, you guys keep doing what you're doing. She'll come in and watch us play, especially that game. And then she'll ask, where's Irvine? It's like, he's right there. And so she'll just kind of watch. <laughs> and when it seems to be over, she'd be like, is he coming back? It's like, maybe. <laughs> maybe in a couple someone, hours. <laughs> can we all agree? Going outside sucks. Yeah, it's hot especially out there. It's now. scary. You know. And then sometimes you have to go deal with people. Yeah. There's always that. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like at my job and customers are talking to me and my mind's like, why are you talking to me? I'm just <laughs> checking your receipt. I don't want to hear your whole life story. <laughs> it's like it's like I know your lips are moving, but all I hear is wah, 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 wah. yeah, it's a Charlie Brown adult thing. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, luckily for me, when this whole uh, I'm I'm an essential worker, and luckily for me, when this whole COVID thing, when it really started getting bad, I had some, I had I still could still take my bonding time, with the six week bonding time that they get fathers, and I was like, okay, time time to take my time off, my six weeks. Yeah, get that R and R. Like time to cash that check in. Mhm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I found out that Walmart only pays full time employees uh, f- their full pay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you only get a fraction of what you normally make, huh? Yeah, and I have to go through the state to get that. And I just got it, and I've got two weeks left. So sooner or later, you're going back. <sighs> two weeks. I don't want to go back. I mean, it was already. I, I work AP at Walmart, so I'm preventing shoplifters, and I'm that guy up at the front that's checking your receipts that everyone likes to curse out. Oh, oh I, mm. I always, I'm always so nice to the people. I'm like, hey, I always say have a good day and everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, everyone calls you know. them. Funny thing is, everyone calls them door hosts, but our job title is so much cooler than what we actually are. They call them door hosts. Yeah, yeah, that's what the that's what people call them. But our our uh, our actual title is uh, 
is AP customer specialist. Oh. But it just sounds so much cooler than what we actually do. Yeah. Because either we're <laughs> unlocking cases or we're checking receipts. Thankfully, that thankfully I'm actually found out that I'm actually good at that. I've stopped like what five thousand dollars walking out the store already. Cool. Hey, anytime you save the company money, that's a good sign. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter how many. If you're good at a job, they don't care how many customer complaints you had. Oh my god, I got a story about that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm one of the people that gets complained about the most because I actually do my job. And if I find someone that's stealing or someone that didn't pay for something, I'll make them go back and get their receipt. But they don't want you to do your job, and then exactly. they're like, "Because you're doing your job." Wow. <laughs> well, well, the most dare you do your job right. <laughs> well, the worst offenders are the want the ones that steal. It's the entitled middle-aged white woman. Oh. I had one a few weeks ago, uh, actually a couple months ago, complain about me, and it was so stupid because uh, she said I was rude to her mom, asking her why she needs to use the electric wheelchair that we have. The funny thing is, the day that she said that it happened on was a day that I was actually was my day off. Oh. <laughs> so apparently, I've pissed this customer off in the past. <laughs> That they remember me so much that they wanted to get me in trouble, but they didn't realize that it was my day off. Day off? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just reminded me of that one movie, Friday. Uh. <laughs> so, oh, Friday. So piggybacking off of Nathan's question, I know there's a lot of people who want to get into voice acting, me included. And a lot of times we don't know where to start. Because either, you know, some of us were like, oh, I'm, what, 33 years old, that's too late for me, or, you know, we just don't know where to start. What is your advice to them? So, for me, and I'm not going to give my age away, but um, I'm going to say I'm 33 plus years old, but it's never too I thought you were younger than me. I'm a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm a vampire. Um, But it's never, you're never... It's never too late to join. It's never too soon to join. So you can join at any age. Um, I think you just need to understand uh, the whole thing about acting. You can have a million voices um, you can do. But um, if it's, let's say, Bugs Bunny or so, they already have an actor already doing that. But if you have the acting skills, you can be whoever you want. Like, um, I think this job is about like mostly adapting to characters and the best way to adapt to them is to have a good uh, acting mindset. So I always encourage taking acting classes or improv or even watching some movies just to kind of understand different acting styles for certain characters, let's say a villain style or heroic style or stuff like that. Um, but research and observation and theater that's that's really good advice i think uh, a lot of us will be trying that after we listen to this episode yeah over and over and over again during the editing what <laughs> nothing <laughs> thing i do too and it's kind of creepy but it helps is people watch i'll watch people and i'll show their mannerisms and let's say there's a character that's like uptight or you know it's kind of snooty let's say i've seen someone like that in the past just watching people watching I'll channel that person that I saw, and then I'll become that person. So it's it's a creepy approach, uh, you know. But it is, it, I think, it's good to observe people. Just go to Walmart; you'll be fit right in there, and people won't That's think you're that creepy. Place to do that, actually. <laughs> no, I know because I, I get paid to watch people. <laughs> yeah, you can so, just watch them and then study their mannerisms, and then there you go. <laughs> yeah, you, sounds like you got a leg up already, man. 
<laughs> do you have a question, Nathan? I do. Yes. What was your favorite project that you that you ever worked on? Oh, dang it. I was going to ask that question, too. Ha! I beat you! I beat you! <laughs> well, I was going to ask her what her favorite character that she's done so far. Oh, you can still, you can still ask. Do it. Yeah, you could. Okay, so this is going to be a cliche answer for both of those questions. Uh, every project that I've done and every character that I've voiced there are like my kids. It's hard to pick one favorite, but if I had to pick one uh, for the moment, I always have to do that, to pick one favorite for just the moment and that very moment. I would have to say Final Fantasy VII just because that's the game I grew up with and that was my very first Final Fantasy game. And that was my second RPG that I played next to Super Mario RPG. So that has a really special place in my heart. But yeah, I, I think for right now, Final Fantasy VII. What's your second most favorite character since Nathan took uh, took my uh, first well, question? Hey, hey, she didn't answer your question technically. She just said her favorite project. You could still ask this dude. <laughs> just... What's your favorite character? Favorite character... I'm going to go the same route as me picking my favorite project for the moment. I'm going to go Pain Wheel from Skullgirls. <laughs> I think that's the one I, well, yeah, that's the one I met you. Uh, you were just, you guys had just completed that project. Yeah. I was a baby then. I was like, that was when I was learning the whole voice acting, uh, just like how voice actors are just, they're one big family and they're all very supportive of one another. And it's oh, really? And yeah, it, it was that your first? Be- was that your first con too? Uh, gosh, what was that? Too because, many years ago. Yeah, uh, well, it was when it was Anime Los Angeles was still over in the LAX Marriott. Oh, I think that might have been either my second or third con, but I was like, yeah, I was a baby. Um, I was still taking things in, and part of me at that time was like, I can't believe this is happening. Because that was around the time when I would go to all the autographs in Anime LA, like, previous years. And I would hang out there and, like, just kind of creep on the voice actors. <laughs> creep creep on the voice actors. And I wouldn't say hi to them because I was just super shy. And I would cosplay and stuff back then. But I um, would just go in the halls or go in the autograph area. And I would see Christopher Smith or Katie Tang. And I wouldn't say hi. They'd come in into their desk or their tables set up. And I would just be sitting in the corner and then we'll fast forward to two or three years later or so. And that's me on the table, right? Where KG or Christopher Smith was. And it's like, I was sitting right there, like a couple of years ago, right in that corner. People were looking at me like, what is wrong with her? The funny thing <laughs> is, I, I know how, I know what that's like because, uh, what, two years ago, we were guests of honor at uh, Anime Los Angeles and uh, they actually gave us a autograph table. Ooh. Congrats. Yeah, I I was sad I couldn't actually be at that table for very long because I was still volunteering for the con and I had a shift. That's Aww. okay. I think only like three people showed up. That's three no. more than I saw. And one well, of them was I, Craig. I, I the table. That's definitely a level up. No, that that is true. I think, but when it comes to like meeting the voice actors at the conventions, I think the easiest one I've ever found the easiest to talk to was Kyle Bear. Oh, I, I know, love him. He's, dude is chill, man. He's really nice. He is. Um, when I first met him, I was really shy, and he was always just so happy and positive, and he's still really happy and positive to everybody. And I was just like, he's been doing this for so many years. How is he so nice to everybody? And um, we became good friends. I was watching his dog a few years ago, and we just started bonding. And he's just, I love him. 
Oh, he's amazing. Uh, funny thing, funny story about him is uh, he's my word. He's my word of friends, uh, buddy. Cool. Because I'm always playing against him, and he always somehow kicks kicks my ass. <laughs> I think I've only beaten him like once or twice. Oh wow! Um, I've got a little mini story about Kyle too. Um, <laughs> this is one of those like ships passing in the night kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. so it was like one of those ALAs, like back when it was at the LAX Marriott. Um, a couple of my friends had invited me to go to Denny's with them after, like, after the end of Day Zero. So it was like, there. I, I think it was like midnight, maybe one. I don't know. It was, it was so really that's late. normal. Oh, it's yeah. totally normal. Well, then again, you know, it's not a convention unless you've been to Denny's at least once. Unless you go to Denny's, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. But here's the problem. I was starting to get really, really sick. Oh. So like I got I got over to I made it over to Denny's and I just I was just feeling worse and worse by the second. It, it turns out I had the flu that weekend and that was wow. the day that it started manifesting. So I call my friends and I'm like, hey, I can't make it. I, I'm down here, but I got to go back to my hotel room. I'm not feeling well. I start walking back and I run into my friends who are on their way to Denny's and I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, really can't make it because they they wanted to hang out with me and I'm like, I'm sorry, gotta go. And I go back to my hotel room. Fast forward, I think maybe a year later, and I'm at um, a, a, a panel with Kyle Abair, um, just watching him at a, at a GOH panel at AX. Um, I get a good look at him. I'm like, wait a minute, that's the guy that was behind my friend that night. I was, had I not been sick, I would have been able to spend a whole like Denny session with Kyle Abair. And that's my little mini story of sh- two ships passing the night, because screw my immune system that year. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I met him in the green room at Anime Los Angeles. I think uh, the first time we were panelists. It was, yeah, it was the first time we were panelists, and they said we could use the green room, and I was like, really, I was like, starstruck walking in there. Oh. Hold up, wait a minute. Was that the first year that I was? Was I on panel with you that year? Yeah, you were. Was I sick oh, that wait. year? Wait, okay, no, this is before that year because this was before Fan Vibe. Um, okay. I was this was the first time we were I was doing a panel for uh Konoha Corner. So I wanna say like what, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve? Okay. No, that no, makes sense. Two thousand it had to be two thousand eleven because Fan Vibe started in two thousand Okay, so yeah, it was two thousand ten because Fan Vibe started in two thousand ten. Alright. My my brain is like all kinds of fuzzy as far as timelines go so basically i thought that i was on one of the panels that year and that would have been the same year that this whole sick thing happened with me speaking about convention what is your favorite convention i love ala that is like my second house um i think if i had to have a tiebreaker though because i can't pick one i would go with both ala and there's a con in connecticut Every July, it's called Kineticon. And I love that con because they have a really good bar. Like, their, their <laughs> bar is lit. I'm just, I was like, because I was staying there for a few hours. And then I'm like, let me just have a couple drinks. It's like, oh, we have every drink. I can make any kind of drink. And they had some music playing in there. And I was like, this is great. Um, for the party scene, definitely that. And then old kanji. I loved anime kanji, like OG kanji. Oh, man, yesterday. yeah. You mean before the SPJA came in and messed it all up? Yes. Yeah, right when it was, like, lit con. When it was, like, in its OG phase. 
what, <laughs> like I, that, what, what I miss the most we got, that year we got patio. relocated. Oh, the relocation? Uh, no, no. Uh, me and Nate. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll go into just... it. We'll go into it. <laughs> so okay. we ended up getting relocated. Our rooms, we were in the bungalow rooms, the one-story rooms. And they had to relocate us because I had a I the day before that morning I went out and I was I had a cigarette and uh, they had tape around the room that's behind our room. Turns out that room was oh wait no that's no, that, not why. that's what happened after. That's, so, so we when got we were, relocated when we got relocated because we had the cockroach infestation in our room. Yeah. Oh no. And so like our roommate Nova she found like one or two. And then she started finding a whole bunch, and we oh, called the oh. office. <laughs> so we called the office. It's like, hey, yeah, we got a cockroach problem in this in our room here. And so they they relocated us to another room, like for a little bit further down. And you ended up calling me like in the middle of the night. I was, I think I was off just hanging out with somebody. Like, hey, get back to the room. We need to we need to move rooms. Yeah. And so I go out that morning after we relocate. The room behind our room is covered in yellow tape. There was a beehive in the room. Oh, no. This is a five-star resort, and I miss it. <laughs> this was, That was also the same year that our room got broken into, too. Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. So you go from roaches to bees and then, like, a break-in. Yeah, well, you, yeah. you were at that room that with us that got broken into because oh. that was the same year we tried to hold a, a room party for the first time. Oh damn! And you, you, your sister, and a couple other people showed up, but we had to do an alcohol run because the person that broke into our room, they stole all of our alcohol. No. Yeah, they basically drank all our booze. Did they? I, I keep, I'm always fuzzy on this detail. Did they spare the peeps? They did spare the peeps. <gasps> okay, so basically they took, they, they drank all of our alcohol. Rearranged the room. Rearranged the room. Left all the money and like cosplay stuff and unplugged the alarm clock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but thankfully we were we were like, oh thank God the peeps are uh, the peeps are safe. The peeps are safe. That was the year <laughs> that they were like just handing out boxes them too. Yeah, man. Hmm. I don't even like peeps. I think I still took a box. <laughs> I mean, you, you give stuff out. I mean, you, you can't you, you can't refuse a free gift. It. It's like yeah, giving it's a like... box of pocky. You can't really you can't refuse free boxes of pocky. Like that one was... year at at um PMX. Oh, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> that one year at PMX when they were giving out just pockies, I could not say no. It's like I'll take it. Well, I'll take that too. Like I can't say no to free stuff. I took that year. I took as many boxes of pocky they would give me. I think I came away with like five or six boxes. <laughs> like big boxes or just individual boxes? Just individual boxes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like an actual box with a multiple boxes like, of pocky in it. Like cases of pocky. I would still take it. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing that with the peeps at at Anime Kanji. Well, I'm glad that Anime Kanji is back in the in the original ownership now, though. Um, yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, what I miss about a- the old anime Los Angeles is the old uh, patio parties we all used to have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I miss that. I miss that, too. I think there's a many a time that Nathan had to take me back to my room after those parties. Yeah, there were a couple <laughs> of times where that had to happen. Just a couple. <laughs> I think one of those times I found my, my, found my way back out of the room, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. And I remember having to find you and take you back to your room. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't I was that like, drunk. No, you were like wandering about. Like I, I had just sent you back to your room. Didn't escort you. I just sent you back. <laughs> and I was just like wandering around the floor. And mind you, you were. I think you were staying on like the tenth floor. Yeah, I was on top. I'm like, floor, yeah. You're like, I'm one of the upper floors. I'm walking around like the basement. The, the the basement floor, like the ballroom floor. Mm-hmm. And like I round the corner and there you were again. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I well, ended up having to like actually physically escort you back to your room and be like, don't come out again. Yeah, I think like, not much, again. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't done drinking. I think what I did, I went and made myself throw, <clears throat> throw up just to get the alcohol in my system so I can put more alcohol in the system. <laughs> hey, even so, not the worst story. No. Wait, there's more <laughs> stories about me? No, this oh. is this one's not about you, but like like the wor- the weirdest story I have, and I don't have to go anywhere right now if we don't if we really don't want to go there, but it, it is a story involving someone else and drinking, and sort of a par- uh, patio party. Is this no, no, no. Um, this was um I'm not gonna say her name, but if she ever and I doubt she'll actually listen to this podcast, but she'll know this story if she ever does. Um, so basically, there's this girl I met. Um, at a different con, I think it was, um, I want to say it was like Gallifrey one that I, that I actually met her at. Um, and we kind of hit it off. She had a boyfriend, but we were just like friends. We're just like kind of chilling, hanging out together. Um, she hadn't been, she'd never gotten drunk before and she wanted, she wanted to do it. So I'm like, okay, I can tell you where a room party is if I can find one. And of course, not five minutes after I said it, Preacher comes around the corner and is like, hey, you want to go to a room party? It can't so be like, Gallifrey sure. then if Preach is there. Oh, no, this happened at ALA. I, I met the girl at, at Gallifrey. Oh, this okay. happened at ALA. So I'm like, okay. And I go, we go to the room. And I, I intend to just be like, have a drink, chill, like just, just have a chill night. This girl grabs like Fireball and a party cup, like one of those, like not like a full-size solo cup, but like one of those like plastic party cups, fills the party cup. Halfway. Don't tell, tell me she didn't chug it. She chugged it. You don't chug fireball. You got no, you don't. shots, but don't not fireball. <sighs> okay. Like, fireball's not high quality, but even I know you don't you don't chug fireball. You sip fireball. I, it goes down hot. It'll come out hotter. <laughs> I so coming from experience, I chugged the fireball for the first time never again. But then again, I was already kind of drunk. <laughs> oh no. Oh, but that's okay. If you're already drunk, it's not as bad. <laughs> This is your if first drink of the night. If you're already yeah. drunk, you'll never feel it. Yeah. Um, so she does this, and then she chases it. She starts chasing it with a with a with an angry orchard, and things oh. just started getting weird. She starts flirting out of nowhere, and I'm like, okay, you're drunk. I'm just not, I'm not gonna do that, and I'll just it'll be fine. And then my friends, other friends, come in the door dressed as like zombie Teletubbies, and all hell broke loose. What? <laughs> She, from that moment on, uh, this this friend of mine devolves into what I like to call a hot mess. Oh, no. I end up having to like we got kicked out of the out of the room party because she got weird, and <laughs> we oh, ended no. up. Wait, you said that she got weird. <laughs> we ended up on we just ended up on the patio because we we're just trying to find a place where she can get her bearings. Um. She was just, she was not recovering. It was like two in the morning. I had to sleep because I had a gathering and I'm like, okay, I need to do something about this. So I take her back to my room. And by my room, I mean a room that I had gotten some bed space in with some friends of mine. 
and by the, by some friends of mine, I mean one guy I actually knew and like four other dudes I didn't. That seems normal for a con. Very normal for a con. Um, That's how you make friends. <laughs> pretty much. But um, I end up having to like, and this is not my, one of my prouder moments. I I don't do this anymore. Um, but I ended up having to like wake somebody up and be like, hey, she's not in a good place. Can you spare the bed? I end up kicking a dude out of the bed that he was already sleeping in. Aww. Um, and like get her settled, go to bed, just make sure that nothing happens to her that night. So on one hand, I'm like, I'm being a good guy. On the other hand, I kicked a dude out of the bed. I think, uh, uh, oh, wait, no. Wait, Nathan, did you stay with a, one year at Kanji, stay with me and Junior, uh, JR once? Oh, no, that was my first Kanji. I oh, remember which, that. which one? Uh, um, I, I guess we could call it The Fappening. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, wait. Was that when we were in the, the two-story part of yeah-huh. the com- complex? Yeah. Uh, who was involved in that one? Um, that was you, me, um, you, me, JR, Chelsea, Mr., Scott, and Zanny. Oh, yeah, I was sharing the bed with you, wasn't I? Y- y- no, you were sharing the bed with JR and Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Um, I totally forgot about the story. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell if you don't want him, dude. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll put this on like an extra blooper episode. <laughs> so, what ended up happening? <laughs> when, did, when did this podcast evolve into convention story time? I don't know, but it's brilliant. <laughs> I, hey, I love it. <laughs> so, so what ended up happening is Chelsea and Junior were. I never knew what they were, if they were an item or not an item, or normally, I don't know. Was he with Brianna at the time? I'm going to call it a flirtationship. I don't forget. Yeah, yeah, a flirtationship. And um, so I'm sharing a bed with those two. And in the morning, <laughs> like, the bed just starts, that bed starts moving a lot. Uh-oh. And it took me a second. I was like, oh my god, not right now. Why? Right now, I'm in the bed. Why? So, yeah, they were they were getting it on right next to me. Oh, no. And you were, like, sleeping, weren't you? No, not not anymore at that moment. Not anymore, no. I think, I think so, the operative word but is the thing is, But the thing is, Nathan's in the bed next to my bed. And so I make eye contact with Nathan. I'm out cold, dude. I didn't see it. Oh, wait, no, it was Scott. It was Scott. <laughs> so I make... I, I thought it was you for some reason. So I make eye contact with Scott, and I'm like, are they doing what I think they're doing? And he just nods his head. I'm just like, oh, why? <sighs> I think the funniest thing about it is that, like, you didn't even... You didn't have to tell anybody. Um, Mr. knew that that happened. And he was sleeping under the table across the room. Oh, no. Why was he under the table? Because, because there was no just, bed space. There was no Nathan, bed space, really. Nathan had the couch. No, I, um... Did I have the couch? Yeah, you had the couch. Oh, wait. Oh, right, there was a chair. Yeah, the yeah. chair. I forgot. Yeah, you... Oh, no, you were sleeping on the chair and with your feet up on the bed. Yeah. Back when I could actually do that. Can't anymore. I'm too old. You're not that old. You're like, what, you're older than me? Yeah, I don't mind people knowing my age. I'm 36. <laughs> oh, you're two years older than me. No, wait. Three. Three years older. 
Yeah. Bottom line is I can't do that anymore. I don't know if it's my weight or if it's my or, or if it's my age, but it's like I, I think I wasted my the bulk of my precarious sleeping position years maybe like um, ten years ago. All those all those cons just yep. takes a toll on your body. That it does. Cons, yeah. At least we get a year break from cons for it, at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. Con vacation. Hey, next year. Next next convention season is going to be like the most lit convention se- season oh. ever. Yeah. That's going to be, be like we'll be lucky if like we have cons from that point on. Yeah, <laughs> that's how get, it's going to be. Yeah, we're going to get kicked out of every single hotel. What what con got kicked out of the hotel? Um I don't know, but I know that P- that um the LAX Hilton hated PMX. That's because it's a Hilton. It's true. I mean, they they hated uh, what was Anime California? Uh, that's a, another shit show. That's a, that's a whole another episode. That's a completely different story. Uh, that, the story it's not even the story. It was a debacle. Oh man. I mean, combining yeah. a hotel with full of snooty people next to Disneyland with a bunch of cosplayers, including a whole bunch of them that like to drink. Uh-oh. Oh, that was just a disaster waiting to happen. I would say, at the very least, it was ill-advised and also it was being run by a guy who's never run a con before and who no one could find about half the time was that like the first year or second year that was the first year the very first year wow wow it was bad the only the only thing i really have to say about that year is that it's the first time i ever taught a dance class and i think it went out pretty well hey awesome that was the first year i ever worked a con oh i wasn't planning on working the con oh you got pulled in huh yeah, I showed up as industry, and then I uh, made it all the way up to almost head of the gaming room. Nice. Oh. In one day. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. That was also the year the Maid Cafe ran out, of, ran out of food, too. Oh, no. Oh, man, there were a lot of things going on that year. <laughs> anyway, I think we should, we should, I think we should end this. We're, like, way off topic. <laughs> this, this was fun, though. I love this. Hey, we'll have to have you on again. Yeah, of for course. sure. I'll have to have Nathan on again. I've been trying to get him to come on for the longest time. I've been a little occupied. I, I do apologize for that. No, I but, know. Uh, but yeah. you're, you're, dude, you're getting married, so... Yeah, it's hey, true. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm getting married. Yay. I have to remind myself sometimes. <laughs> have fun. I mean, I'm I'm already married. Hey. And I've got a kid. That's fun. Actually, no. Actually, it's fun. I love it. That's actually why I'm not going to cons anymore. Yeah, that's... I'm going to miss that, actually. Man, that's going to be weird. Not what? seeing you at cons. I'll still be at Anime Los Angeles. That's like the home con. I'll I'll be there, too, definitely. Oh, for sure. Sure. My home con used to be Anime Expo, but... Uh, it's just... Anime Expo's just gotten out of control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was I, I, my Thanksgiving con, AX. Mm-hmm. I Thanksgiving con for some reason I don't know why I categorized it that way, but. <laughs> well, I'm glad Anime got Expo got canceled this year because right. we all know about the con flu. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Honestly, it was an inevitability. I think everybody knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, thanks for coming on Danielle, and thank you for coming on Nathan. No problem, man.
thanks oh, for the wow, invitation. So much yeah. fun. It was great uh, talking before... to you both and catching up with you both. Oh, of course. Yeah, before you go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure. Um, I need to stream more. I've been putting it off, but since we're all locked up, may as well do more of that. Um, I have a Twitch uh, channel at Danielle McRae one, and I have a Twitter at Danielle MCBO. Oh, nice. And uh, do you have a uh, like a fan page on Facebook that you want to plug to? Oh yeah, yeah. Oops. Um, yeah, I have a fan page on Facebook. It's at Danielle McRae. Oh my gosh, I forgot about it. Uh, I think it's like VO or artists. Yeah, VO artist. I'm terrible. <laughs> I only know then this I because I had to go pull like... pictures off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on it in a while. I need to update. Um, Let's see. Then yeah. I... Last time yeah. you were updated was April 10th. Yeah, right when uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven came out. <laughs> it's okay. My fan page, like, I had an update for a year until, like, two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I need to update it way more. And Nathan, is there anything you want to plug? Um, sure. Um, I stream periodically on uh, on Twitch. Um, my username is Kudo Novash because I couldn't find Black Vash anymore. Um, and my Twitter is Genesis Cross with an X instead of a C. I made things complicated. <laughs> um, but if you really want, if you want a list of things that I'm on, like if you wanted my my Facebook or Instagram or um, like links to my Twitch or my Twitter, you can go to link. Uh, you can go to my link tree. My username there is Black Bash. Yay, Black Bash. Anyway, thank you for listening to Gaming News Radio, and we will see you guys next time. Bye bye.